Okay. So. Uh, we couldn't get together and do a full episode. But, if you're listening to this, thank you for tuning into Fat and Athletic Nerds Talking Sports Podcast. Uh, the Sports Pod with Dad Bods. And this is... Uh, this is me, Zach Daniels, and I'm, I I recorded a segment last week. Uh, I think I think some of my predictions may have changed, but I'm gonna keep them in there because I'm gonna stick to my take. I'm gonna stick to the original take that I made. Takes. Jeez, I'm sorry, it's late at night. I'm I'm I can't think. Um, I basically did a segment last week where I would predict. The outcomes of each division, um, you know who the winner would be, and what I think of each team and how their outlook going into the season. Uh, completely unbiased. I think I make that known when I'm talking about the Eagles and the NFC East. Uh, but yeah, so treat this next segment. It's going to be a short podcast tonight, or at least short a shot, a short ugh, a short shot of Zach Daniels tonight, today, tomorrow. Whenever you're listening to this. Whenever the hell you're listening to this, as Jack likes to say. Um, but think of this as a quick segment that I made for Jack to drop into the middle of a podcast where they're talking about the NFL. And, um, yeah, so it goes pretty quickly. I added in sound effects and all that good stuff for fun. And I throw it back to Jack and Tom. But uh, there is no Jack and Tom to throw back to. So, yeah, yeah, give it a listen. Listen to my uh, predictions on the season for each division, who wins. And I'll see you on the other side, and I'll give you actually my predictions for individual awards. So, yeah, I'm going to toss it to Zach Daniels. Hey, since I can't be in this week, I'm just going to give you a rundown of what I think of every division in the NFL. So, let's get into it. Chiefs are the obvious favorites this year, but that division could be sneaky good. Chargers and Herbert want to make waves. Broncos are hoping for a rebound after failing to come close to their lofty expectations last year and hoping their new coach and resident douchebag, Sean Payton, turns them around. And the Raiders, well, they have Jimmy G and they're hoping to get some better luck. But I still think the Chiefs win this division using just 2% of their power. Then they'll just kick it into high gear when the playoffs start again. Bengals are odds-on favorites in the AFC North, but the Steelers and Ravens are interesting scenarios. Is Kenny Pickett the truth? A lot of people are out on him. I'm not one of them, but their offensive schemes have always been lackluster. And what's going to happen after the whole Lamar Jackson debacle? Seems like a good team still, but are they mentally there? Then, there's the Brown. Unless Watson returns to form, they don't move the needle in my mind. Bengals take the division, though. That team is just too good if, if the defense stays healthy and Burrow is healthy. Bit of a toss-up in this one. Last year, they were probably the worst division, next to the NFC South. But all the teams made improvements. The Jags are a good young team, coached by Doug Peterson, who has now coached a team to the playoffs for the fourth time in just six seasons as a head coach. They had a great year after a disaster with Aaron Meyer the previous year, and only got better players this offseason, one of them being Calvin Ridley. Let's just hope he stays off FanDuel. Anthony Richardson was considered a project pick, but has a starting job in Indianapolis, so I guess we'll see how quickly that project turns around. Texans enter the C.J. Stroud era, but do they have enough talent on both sides to keep up? The Titans outside of Derrick Henry? I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Two quarterbacks selected in the past two drafts, but they still have Tannehill. Derrick Henry is their entire identity, but give me the Jags to win this division. Let's just hope all teams are a little bit more competitive this year. Oh, by the way, Trevor Lawrence is going to be my dark horse to win the MVP. 
boy, oh boy, we got a loaded division here. The Jets have been making slight improvements in grabbing headlines since Joe Douglas arrived, but now it's reached its pinnacle by nabbing Aaron Rodgers. The Bills have made much needed additions to offensive weaponry, and the defense is still stud. The Dolphins, you can make a case, had a chance to win the division if Tua was a knockout early last year. Hope his health is back to normal. And while we can say the Patriots are the weakest in the division, I'm not counting out a Bill Belichick coach team. Not until they give me a reason to. Here's my first shocker. Give me the Jets. I'm buying into the hype. The defense should still be elite, and honestly, looking at their games last year, they could have won at least an extra three to five games if bounces go their way, and the offense wasn't completely incompetent led by a horrible quarterback carousel. The Niners seem to be heavy favorites in the NFC West, but their quarterback situation is interesting. Is Brock Purdy the real deal? They already gave up on Trey Lance. Seahawks had a surprising year with Geno Smith. Let's see if they can repeat that. The Rams were injury decimated last year, so we'll see how that happens with Matt Stafford coming back. And the Cardinals are in, I guess, tank mode? They're not gonna play Kyler Murray. They traded DeAndre Hopkins. They traded a, a good young linebacker in Isaiah Simmons. They're just not gonna be a good team. As for who wins this division, my heart wants the Seahawks. My brain goes with the Niners. They just have good coaching, well-balanced roster. Outside of the quarterback spot, they're loaded. <laughs> With the departure of Aaron Rodgers and the rise of the Dan Campbell coach Lions, we may see a trend be broken here. The Lions have the chance to be good. They may even win the division. But Justin Fields is also a beast in the making, and they added firepower for him. The Vikings were quote-unquote good last year, but they seem to have skated by on luck. Not going to be that way this year. And the Packers officially enter the Jordan Love era. I'm not buying into that, though. This will be a weird division to behold, but I'm rooting for the Lions to win the division. They look great on paper. And if Goff can keep it up after the renaissance year he had in 2022, who knows where this team could be? Actually, looking at these teams, the NFC South absolutely sucked last year. Good news, they too have also seemed to have gotten better. The Saints look to rejuvenate Derek Carr's career after years of mid-quarterback play in Oakland, or Las Vegas, whatever the fuck they're called. First overall pick, Bryce Young takes over in Carolina and they added tons of talent. The Falcons will rely on Desmond Ritter and their highly touted first round running back Bijan Robinson and last year's surprise young back Tyler Algier to be leading the offense. Oh yeah, and there's that guy Kyle Pitts too. The Buccaneers lost Tom Brady and got Baker Mayfield. I really don't know what to expect of that team. They have some talent, but this is a toss up. Here's another shocker. I'm gonna go with the Carolina Panthers. Fuck it. I have no real reason other than I like their team and the roster. So I hope they do well. Removing my Eagles fandom now. The Eagles are the best team in this division by far, in my opinion. Not biased. Not biased. But the Cowboys are basically right there with them in talent. And the Giants have made huge strides last year as well as this offseason. More so than the Cowboys in my eyes. Those three most likely duke it out, but then there's Washington. The Dan Snyder regime is gone. We should give them at least a year of leeway to try to rid the stench. But I'm excited to see if they can show life and revive arguably the most heated set of division rivalries in the NFL. My prediction is tough because my conventional wisdom, non-Eagles fan biases, leads me towards the Eagles. Because I think looking at their team and coaching staff combined, and Jalen Hurts revving up for potentially another MVP caliber season, they're the best team. They should win this division. But this division hasn't had back-to-back -back division championships since the Eagles won four straight from 2001 to 2004. Basically 20 years of different champs every year. But I think Philly can do it. You can judge me. I don't care. I'm taking the Eagles to win this division. Here's the big shocker. I'm taking the Giants to be second. I think the Cowboys are going to fall off. Oh, and by the way, bring back the Redskins, Dan. Back to you guys. Okay, uh, not throwing it back to the guys. It's going to be thrown back to me. Um, it's still very late. Um, but now I'm going to give my individual awards predictions. Um, it's not going to be as uh, animated as the division predictions or fast. 
Uh, I noticed it's really fast, but I was trying to make it a short segment so Jack could drop it into an episode and they can, you know, work off of that. If you didn't like it, I'm sorry. Uh, but those are my predictions for the divisions. And here's my predictions for the awards. So we're going to start off with the obvious MVP. Um, I think it's going to be Jalen Hurts. Call me a call me a homer. I don't care. I really don't care at this time of night. I do believe if he builds off of what he did last year or even plays better with a significantly harder schedule, because I know that was one big knock on the Eagles last year in general, um, I and if he even gets them to the NFC Championship game in the playoffs, which I think they at least make... I, I think they at least get to the NFC Championship game. I actually will get... I actually believe that the Eagles will go back to the Super Bowl, to be honest. Um, if he can do all that, there's no reason this guy can't win the MVP. He should have won it last year, in my opinion. And I think this year he'll take another big step, which is kind of incredible to think about. But I think he'll take another big step, and he'll get that MVP. Offensive Player of the Year. Dude, Jamar Chase. He missed five games last year and still had more receptions than his incredible rookie year. He still had over 1,000 yards, and he had nine touchdowns. He is just a monster. Uh, I know Justin Jefferson is a favorite to win this as well. Maybe even he was getting MVP votes last year. But, dude, Jamar Chase, if he stays healthy, dude, Joe Burrow's going to have fun. He's always going to have fun as long as he has T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd's no slouch himself, so I mean th- that guy's got that guy's deadly. That offense is deadly. I I think the Bengals also might go to the Super Bowl and face the Eagles. So makes sense that I would have at least one player from each team in the Super Bowl that I th- predict to be award winners. So we'll go to defensive player though. We'll go to Defensive Player of the Year, and I think I think it should be T.J. Watt. I, I think I I think this guy can win. I think he could have won the award last year. Maybe it was Sasan Reddick, but let everyone just knock on some wood, real quick. Everyone knock on wood. Just stay healthy. Unlike his Hall of Fame brother, who could have had even crazier stats if you think about it. But I think he keeps up this production and he wins. Um, you know, Nick Bosa is another big favorite for this one. He won last year, and I understand he led the league in sacks. But man, T.J. Watt is just like his like his older brother is just fun to watch. It's incredible. So, offensive rookie of the year, man. This is a toss up between three guys. I think everyone's got their eyes on three guys for this one, and that's Bryce Young. C.J. Stroud in Houston and or Bijan Robinson in Atlanta. Uh, I think Bijan is the favorite. I'm not sure on that. I I haven't looked at the odds. Um, I believe Bijan is the favorite though because I mean he was the talk of the draft. He was everyone was just wondering where this guy was going to land because he was far and away the best running back in the draft. But the number one overall pick, Bryce Young, not getting a lot of love because of uh his size, but uh. I don't know what it is, and I think I said it in my predictions. I don't know what it is about the Panthers. Uh, that that division's kind of weak. 
And I think Bryce Young might step in and he may take the Panthers somewhere this year. Maybe maybe he's the reason I have belief in the Panthers. Maybe Bryce Young is it. Uh, so I'm going to go with Bryce Young. CJ Stroud a close second. Uh, B. John Robinson, unless he has some phenomenal year that everyone was expecting, he'll win it. But they're always going to favor quarterbacks, to be completely honest. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, defensive Rookie of the Year, again, going to sound like a homer. Uh, defensive Rookie of the Year is going to be Jalen Carter for the Eagles. There's a lot of candidates candidates for this one. Another Texan in Will Anderson. Is that, is that his name? I think it's right. Will Anderson. Um, he's a favorite because he was the top defensive player picked overall in the draft. Um, but I don't know, man. This kid, this kid, Jalen Carter, slipped in the draft because of apparent character issues. Um, there's something about speeding. I I I forget what they are right now, honestly. We haven't focused on it. Uh, I've listened to a lot of Eagles radio and a lot of podcasts and stuff like that. They haven't really focused on that that much. They focused on his physical abilities. And the couple preseason snaps I saw, dude looked explosive. Uh, I have a feeling he's going to be the future Fletcher Cox for the Eagles. Uh, Fletcher Cox getting up there in age. He's probably going to be out of the league soon. So <laughs> having, having Jalen Carter... Is is kind of scary. Oh, and they also got Nolan Nolan Smith too, uh, his teammate. Basically, again, it's it's now becoming the Georgia Bulldogs defense uh, from college, and I'm perfectly fine with that because the past two years the Georgia Bulldogs defense has been dominant in college football. So yeah, get the get the dominant defensive players. So yeah, Jalen Carter, defensive rookie of the year. And my comeback player of the year is DeMar Hamlin because it's not going to be anyone besides DeMar Hamlin if he comes back from his horrific ordeal. Um, but we all know that's going to happen. Here's my comeback player that's not named DeMar Hamlin. It's got to be Tua. Uh, he missed four games last year and probably should have missed more in hindsight considering the, the oh, that scary moment where he was knocked out on the uh, Bengals field uh, a lot of things a lot of bad things happen in Cincinnati apparently and <laughs> DeMar Hamlin and Tua Tua going down and and you know his hands seizing up like that was just hard to watch but that team was rolling with him at the helm and they even made it to the playoffs because of it if he stays healthy man I don't know where they go last year I have no idea where they go because they because they looked bad they, the Bills looked bad against them I mean, it would have been—it was their third time playing them, but the Bills are bad against them, and Tua would have—I think Tua would have taken them. I think Tua would have taken out the Bills, um, and then it would have been what Bengals versus Bills? I forget. I think it was Bengals versus Bills. Either way, I mean, that would have been a great game if Tua was in there, uh, but he was not. He and honestly, good. I hope he's healthy. I hope he got his mind right and his head right, and everything's good with him. Um, he's, he's raring up probably to make the AFC East a shootout. So my comeback player not named DeMar Hamlin is going to be Tua Tagovailoa. Um, yeah, so, whew, well, I'm not, I'm not even going to take a shot on coach of the year because honestly, it really, it really depends on how the teams pan out. Like last year it was Brian Dable, which I 
can agree with, but I think I've said this before. I do agree with it. I just think Doug Peterson, and again, maybe, again, it's me being an Eagles homer, but seriously, I, I think what Doug Peterson did to that Jaguars team, taking it from Urban the disaster that Urban Meyer had left and making them a playoff team and winning a playoff game in some dramatic fashion and actually putting up a fight against the Chiefs, yeah, you know, I, uh, you know what? That that'll be my pick. I'm doing it. I'm I'm gonna pick Doug Peterson. I think they're going. I think the Jaguars are going to win the division, and I think they're going to win a couple playoff games. Wouldn't that be fucking crazy? I still think the Bengals make it there, but I I think I think the Jaguars are gonna go far. I think they're gonna have a have a good season. So, uh, yeah. That's all I got, guys. Um. Hopefully we can do an episode soon. I know we're very busy. I don't know what's going on. I'm just kind of <laughs> flying by the seat of my pants with this house stuff and moving in. and uh, It's a lot to handle. You know, life. Life as it is. Sir. What the hell am I saying? Anyway, uh, thank you for listening to this uh, impromptu shot of Zach Daniels. Um, you know, follow us at Fun's Podcast on instagram and on twitter uh follow us on the facebook page fat and other fat unathletic nerds talking sports podcast um yeah and you can listen to this on i'm sure you're listening to this if you're listening to this already on spotify apple podcasts wherever you get your podcasts it's where it's going to be posted um yeah so i hope you all enjoy this thursday uh, where the Lions and the Chiefs kick off the season. And, man, I am rooting for the Lions, too, this year. They're another dark horse potential Super Bowl contender. So I hope everyone enjoys the NFL opening week. Uh, and I'll see you later. <laughs>